Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All Saints Day is a day that uh, is one where one can say so many things, and uh, I know that I'm new, but if I was to say everything that there could be said, I think you might run me out on a rail for the time that it would take. We'd go a little long. So I wanted to be very focused on certain things and something very simple. Because if you look at the, uh, the collect of the day for today, you'll see, let me get mine out, you'll see that we have prayed together that God has knit our faith, his faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of his son, Jesus Christ. And that we pray that in that, we, he would grant us so to follow his blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living that together with them, we may come to the unspeakable joys that he has prepared for those who love him. We pray this and we say, even that doesn't say it all. When we say the mystical body, what do we mean by that? What does it mean that we say in the creeds that we believe in the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of, of and, and the, sorry, the resurrection of the body? Well, when we talk about these things, we probably should remind ourselves that God is the one who does these things, right? All Saints Day, maybe I should back up a little bit. All Saints Day, when you think of a saint, how would you define that? Typically, it's like if somebody does something good, you say, oh, you're such a saint, right? Something that somebody does. But what makes a true saint is what God has done. What God has done through Jesus Christ in calling us his children because we are washed clean in his blood. That he has knit us together, his faithful people of all times and places, into this one holy communion, this one holy congregation. And holy means to be set apart. We are no longer of this world, but we are set apart for God's express purposes for us. And when we say that we have this, this mystical body, what do we mean by that? This mysterious unity with us here gathered and the saints of old that have gone before us in glory, that we are united by the blood of Christ. We are granted that grace, the forgiveness of sins. And because our sins are now washed away, we can look forward to the day when our bodies will be raised from the dead. And we will be raised in glory and brought into the new heavens and, and the new earth and given true life and, and given true life and for, and for all time. In our 
bodies, we are brought into this one body of Christ through holy baptism. That in that wonderful, uh, in that wonderful washing, we are cleansed by God's word and the water and made children of God. We are born into this new life through holy baptism. And we are not just left out to fend for ourselves, but God takes care of us still by feeding us, by sustaining us with his word and with the very body and blood of Christ. And we gather around that today. And so there's, again, so many things I could say about the saints and I want to keep it very, very simple. The saints are the saints for the sake of Christ. The saints are holy because God has set them apart. And those who have gone before us in glory, those who have died in the faith, this is a day where we get to celebrate that, which is very strange to the world. The world sees death. I think I was at the library the other day, and, and uh, there's the paintings that are up on the second floor, right? You've, you've been to the library here. And um, it, I think it was a mother and a daughter, and they were walking up, and they looked at this one painting, and it was of this little girl. And the plaque beneath it said she died when she was young, and they said, ooh, ooh, that's morbid. And I thought to myself, wow, what a... Personally, I thought, that's such a strange way of viewing death. <laughs> but as a Christian, we can look at death and say, I know that's not the end. I know that in death, I will have life because Christ has conquered death for me, for you, right? For all who trust in him, death is not something to worry about anymore. It's not something we hasten, but it's not something that we shy away from right? That in death, for those who are in Christ, we have a glorious life, right? And that when we die in Christ, we are truly with him in a way that we weren't before in these bodies. Now, again, so much more to say there, but it suffices to say that when you die in Christ, you are with Christ wherever he is, right? Oftentimes when we lose someone that we love, and it's a funny phrase when we say we lose them, we haven't lost them, they've just gone to be with Christ, right? We haven't lost them. We know where they are, those who are in Christ. And so Christ is now, he now fills all things. But we as Lutherans understand that God has promised Christ has promised to be in certain places at certain times, expressly for certain purposes. He is here today in the proclamation of his word. And even more and above that, he is here in his body and his blood to feed you. Where he is, there his saints are too. This is something that may need to take some time to sink in. So I'll just kind of let you think about this. There is this thought, right? This thought that 
Uh, We get it from Scripture in Hebrews where we are surrounded by this great cloud. uh, uh, We are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses that cheer us on, right? They want us to run the race and to win that crown of life. And running the race in faith, we need that encouragement. And that's what Christ gives here. And when he gives it in his body and his blood, it is fair to say that his saints are gathered here too. Not just the ones that we can see, but the ones that we can't. In a lot of, uh, in a lot of Christian churches, you'll see there's a rail here. Let me give you a bit of a lesson here. There's a bit of a rail, but in a lot of churches where they have more space, it's a full circle, but they only fill half because the other half is saved for those who are, who, who are now with Christ in glory, right? It is a wonderful thought that when you gather here and you partake of the body and blood of Christ, because Christ is here and you will hear me say or sing in a certain amount of time that with our, with, with, uh, with the angels and with, and with, excuse me, with, excuse me, vowels again. They're really tough on me with my stutter. With, with the angels and the archangels and with all the company of heaven. We laud and magnify thy glorious name, O Lord, right? With all the company of heaven, with all the saints that are gathered here. So, I want you to ponder this as you come up and you are fed the body and blood of Christ. Imagine, which is a godly thing to do, right? We can picture these things that God does. Imagine someone that you have lost, sorry, someone that is now gone on in glory with Christ. Someone that you have loved and that it pained you when they died. Imagine them there with Jesus, here in this place at this time. I cannot tell you how much comfort it gives me to think of the ones that have gone on in glory. And how many people have told me, have told me that when they do that, it brings such joy to their lives to know that they are with Christ. They no longer suffer the pains of this life. They are in bliss and they are rejoicing because you are here, because you are here to hear God's word, because you are here to be given Jesus literally to eat and to drink so that you will be sustained, so that you will see them someday. May this give you comfort. May this give you hope. May this give you joy. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.